0: Unleashed hey, it's uh, State Representative Seth Grove. welcome to Grove Unleashed the premier House Republican podcast. It's great to be here gentlemen as always, we have the Anders and the chalk. It's amazing. It's been I like I don't even know where to be like all right, so first I apologize for not cutting anything for a while. It's been way too
1: long.'ve been here. Long. I've been up here, I think, five times to record. Right. And it not happened. There's yeah. been massive cancellations yeah. um, and delays.
2: Yeah. K- kind of like the House. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like not doing work. And the House knows about that. Yeah. Right. So we, we finally got organized. We have committees. It is March.
0: March. Right. And now for the viewers at home, when are they usually formed? We, we usually do that in January swearing in day, organize committees, and get moving. All in one day. All in one day. Mm. Um, and you know, I mean to extent I, I like last year how we did it, basically committees organized when they met and did bills. Much more efficient. I hate the the chaos on the floor of trying to organize. It sounded like game. elementary school. It mm. was. You go here, you go here, it's a blue confusing. team over by my desk. Right. It's okay. just it's just really annoying and to an extent like committees should be organizing and, and meeting and running. It just makes it so much simpler. So uh, luckily, my committee, the Appropriations Committee, was uh, organized and, and, and we had a voting meeting. So it was not. Uh, we, we did it the fun, easy way, not the chaotic way.
1: And you've already been doing a lot of stuff even.
0: Right. And it's hard that. for members. Like, sometimes, literally, you're on two committees that are organizing simultaneously. How do you get the vote? Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just annoying. It's so, chaos. Right. It, so we're, we're, we're up and running. There's three bills that have been passed, technically two, because two bills were the exact same bill, two in special session, one in regular session. We now have, you know, House rules which eviscerate the minority, which I, I know the House Democrats think think that we were awful people and mean to them, but nothing to extent how they have been treating us. Um, so, and it's a boomerang. It's going to come back and it's it's going to get them at some point. And a good example is rules. The only reason you have rules are to protect the minority. That's the only reason for rules, right? So there's these processes called discharge resolution, where someone can uh, file a petition to remove a bill out of committee. Usually used by the the minority party as a way to get some of their bills on the House floor. It takes twenty five signatures. And it's a process, like, you have to carry it the whole time. you got to, you know, pick something where you think you can have 102 votes. So you need some majority party members to join you. So, so you have to be very tactful
2: in how you do stuff. But it also, it, it, it is a means to move bills that actually have public support and common sense behind them. Right. And and, and move them for a vote that would normally be stalled by a committee chair or something right. like that. So they upped it to 50, but... but has to be 25
0: signatures from the majority party and 25 signatures from the mm, minority party. Of course. So they ended they ended the practice, but yeah. you know it's very bipartisan, and these are these are going to be great rules for the minority. Blah, blah, blah. And then they, they, they hate the fact that we bundled constitutional amendments together and moved them. So they have new rules around constitutional amendments for only only constitutional amendments starting in the House. They can't be bundled together. And then the kicker is the best, and just the it shows how the, the incompetence of, of, of Democratic leadership right now. They put in a rule that you have to have a hearing between first and second consideration on the floor. They forgot about that. Like, the rules they just passed. They forgot about it when they moved to a constitutional two constitutional amendments out. So they, they froze. Like, they were supposed to move this week. They ended up not being able to do it because they couldn't get these
2: hearings together because they forgot about the hearings. Oops. Left hand not knowing what the right hand is doing, right? And no, it's just the left hand not knowing what the left hand is right. doing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the right the right's on top of it. Yeah. Don't worry. So th- there's gonna be I'll tell you. There's just gonna be a lot of growing pains. A lot of growing pains in the House uh, with committees and and doing stuff. I mean, to a point of, I, I kind of get it, but like we, we, we haven't adopted any rules for any committees. The argument is the rules of the House, the rules in committees, so we don't need to. But at least there, you do a motion in committee to say. We're adopting the rules of the House as the rules of the committee. Bypass all that. It is what it is. I I think it's just not not the biggest deal, but there's, like, some traditions you want to keep moving forward. And it's just going by the wayside.
1: So Um, – I think we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yeah, let's talk about because, how we got here because
2: yeah. we started off with one speaker. Now we have a different right. one. Yeah. How did we end up in this right. boat? So January 3rd,
0: we're coming in and we need a speaker. Um, both sides, so Republicans, because were, we're, we're, we're close, right? We're, we're, we have three vacancies. We have Tony DeLuca died. We had two resignations, all three Democrat members. So their 102 became 99 and we're at 101. So we hold the majority, right? 101 is greater than 99. Democrats were trying to get to our members to flip. We were trying to get to their members and flip. And really both sides were at a, at a standstill with that. So we go into caucus. We pick a speaker. House Republican caucus picks Carl Metzger as our speaker candidate for the floor. He ends up not being able to get the votes. He even knows he's not going to get the votes on that day. So it happened by chance that... Tim O'Neill, our whip, ends up talking with Mark Rossi. He's talking to one of our members, joking, says, hey, you want to be speaker? And later, like, actually, I, I would be. Like, Mark goes, I kind of would be. Let's talk. So they, they strike an accord that we would put Mark Rossi up as speaker. He has to re-register as independent. Can't caucus with any caucus. Uh, has to have bipartisan staff. And we would run the calendar. Mm-hmm. Like that's the deal, and that means that you guys are the ones who get to decide which bills come to the floor. Correct. Correct. Okay. correct. N- that that was the agreement he had with us. Yeah.
2: Understanding also at the time that the Republicans had the majority yeah. numbers in the House. Yeah. Right. And well, it would be it only temporary. Have,
0: like as soon yeah. as as soon as those special elections they were scheduled for February seventh, as soon as they happen, they were they're going to go Democrat. We maybe pop. We potentially had a shot at like
2: one, but it was a n- narrow. But this was a negotiated deal. Based right. on the the circumstances, given right. that, that we were uh, right. on a, in a time that of real chaos and, and, and not real, and rivers. really that deals cut because we didn't have one hundred one for our
0: speaker. That was that was the reality. Because you needed all one hundred, we needed water. all one hundred one to carry the day. We didn't have that, so we had to find another path. That was that was the crux of how this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go on the floor. Rosie comes speaker. Gives the speech we wrote. We wrote the speech. She says, I'm going to be independent, blah, 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 blah. And then he backtracked on all of it. Mm-hmm. Shuts down the House, doesn't come back into session, says, I want my bills, nothing else. Cuts a deal with Tom Wolf to create this special session just for his two bills. He wants statute of limitations for child sexual abuse survivors. So he wants them to be able to sue regardless of the statute of limitations, the entities that led to, to, to their sexual abuse. So the Senate sends over Senate Bill 1 regular session it has voter id has statute of limitations and has regulatory reform it has the best legal version yeah and all bipartisan all bipartisan right they send that over and they said we're not going to special session we're not doing it don't bother with it so they decide to do special session they do these rules that requires two-thirds vote to amend a bill like just archaic they have one committee barely they did a fiscal note like it was just a really bad process and like did not allow any access any any ability to do anything the fiscal note
1: was we don't know essentially right
0: yeah i mean to extent it's lawsuits right so the only thing you can do is identify potential risks Mm -hmm. right and there's a lot when you open up statute of limitations and you think how many how many government programs and services impact children Mm -hmm. youth development centers at the county level, right? School districts,
2: township, park and rack. Apparently Councilman Jeremy Jam is not pleased that I punched him in the face on the night of Leslie's wedding. He is suing me.
0: Like there's a lot of potential for liability for, for governments across the board. Think about all those areas, children's daycares. Like any any entity that has children involved in it are now open to, to liabilities. In the
1: end, at the time, Speaker, mm-hmm. Rossi, was really pl- putting his own personal politics above sex
0: abuse survivors. Anyways. And at the end of the day, he's going to get nothing. Yep, because All of this, and he's getting nothing. He's getting
1: zero. The Senate already said, we are not looking at any of your bills. Right. It's either Senate Bill 1 or nothing. Right. And the one of the biggest reasons why is because Senate Bill 1 has the best legal version of the statute of limitations. Because the House Democrats, once again, surprise, surprise, screwed up House Bill 1 and filed the bill with a member's name without their permission or knowledge. Right, and which... let, me,
0: let me be clear on this. This never happens. The fact that anybody would think about doing this, it, this is a travesty to the entire institution. There is a, a Democrat somewhere in either the Speaker's office, and it, it could be the Speaker himself, could be the Democratic leadership. At this time, nobody had... Razi shut down the bill room. You could not introduce a bill you you could not introduce i could not walk down there and say i'm introducing this bill can't do it so it was limited access to the people who perpetrated this crime speaker's office democrat leadership now i'm i'm pretty sure the lower echelon of the democrat leadership didn't do it so you're really looking at the appropriations chairman you're looking at the leader's office and you're looking at the speaker's office those are the three entities that had the access and the ability to introduce a bill without the knowledge, the consent of another member. And you know how scary that is. I could go and introduce the most pro-life bill on behalf of the most pro-choice Democrat, put it out there, put it in their name, and then do a bunch of press that that person's pro-life. Think think about the repercussions in their districts. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not gonna get elected as a pro-choice individual if your district is pro-life, right? Exactly. It's it's not gonna happen, right? That's the precedent they have now set. It's a travesty to the entire institution.
1: No, only that, but doesn't it also bring up legal troubles uh, court troubles when it comes to when— Yeah, and so you're looking at potential crimes for that.
0: Yeah. Forgery, uh, tampering with official government documents, possibly criminal conspiracy. All three of those are in play over this situation. So when a bill is originated in fraud, there's a huge questionable legal legality to that. And again, we had those same issues with the last statute of limitations. Remember that. The no. Department of State screwed up the advertising and it couldn't get to, to the job because of a process error. The Democrats have created process error upon process error for all of these bills. And it's a real shame because they didn't need to. But they don't understand how to run the calendar, run bills, and do it
2: properly. Is it is it nefarious action or is it? ignorance and not knowing how to do your job i think it's all of the above i do i think it
0: is all of the above because the prime sponsor jim gregory is a republican who has been working with mark Mm rossi on this jim said he is not introducing this bill in regular or in special session he would only do in regular session because he knew the senate wasn't going to touch it if it passes in statute in in special session it's dead the issue's dead he cares about the issue so he, he went out of his way to say, I'm not introducing this in special session. They put his name. They even put him on as a co-sponsor of the, the statutory version of it without his consent. So both of them. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a it's a big problem. I mean, does the former attorney general of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, who is now governor, sign a bill that is predicated on
2: forgery? Yeah, it it cer- certainly sets up some legal challenges right. from Jump Street. And yep. why, why would you even involve yourself with legislation right and the crazy part
1: is is you know this isn't really the only thing either that the democrats have been just absolutely screwing right. up you know their house rules also did not have ethics guidelines whatsoever
0: now so special session had no ethics committee which was a timing issue because all of a sudden we started hearing rumors about and it, it was actually attributed to rosie himself there was a theory that the house democrats were blackmailing rosie to keep him in line that he would not cross that line because of stuff they've hit on him in the past. That, that was a rumor out there. Lo and behold, it was another member, Representative Zabel, who came out as we were doing the floor debate. He's there. They knew since 2018 he had sexual harassment charges filed against him. He's still there. The House Democrat caucus has been covering it up, and he's voting on the rules to establish an ethics committee to go investigate himself. To the point of, they appointed him to the Judiciary Committee the day before. They knew it. They knew it was him. Andy Perez, she's a um, government relations for SEIU, a public sector union, testified at one of Rozzy's roundtables that there's a, a House member who was sexually harassing or explained what it was, and we need an ethics committee that, all, that all, can also protect individuals who aren't like employees and stuff. And finally, his name came out. It broke the day we were voting on the rules. And, you know, Martina White, she's House Republican, she's our our secretary in leadership, was literally going to say his name on the House floor. Uh, The speaker gaveled her down and went
2: automatically to a vote and didn't recognize anybody. They didn't want to have a conversation. Yeah, once again, we got a little ahead of ourselves. We have changed speakers by this point. Yeah, correct. At this point, we have a new speaker. By the way, um, (laughs) so— After special session, Mark Rossi, you
0: know, they they convinced him to step down. So he ended up stepping down. After throwing a temper tantrum. Huge (laughs) temper tantrum. Uh, Just such an egregious, um, non truthful speech. Uh, Joanna McClinton, first African American female elected speaker. Congratulations to her. It is historical. Um, She comes on as speaker. And by the way, we have like how Rossi, like, he wouldn't even recognize people. Wouldn't even recognize it. like his how he ruled on the floor was egregious as an understatement. Let's just say they're all benchmarked and they will be like that is a boomerang. That is a no. boomerang. Right? I do have
1: to say, though, in Speaker McClinton's uh, favor, I love seeing her as Speaker now over Mark Rosie. Because Mark Rossi knew absolutely nothing when it came to parliamentary procedure. And as somebody who loves parliamentary procedure, you do. it drove me crazy. You do. He, he had no idea what he was doing up there right. the entire time. Right. Whereas Joanna McClinton, watching her battle it out with Leader Cutler, it's like it's, watching it the good. Philadelphia Eagles and Chiefs playing each other every single
2: day. I don't like this analogy. I don't like it either. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it's an awful analogy. All right, moving on. <laughs> all right, it, all it right. Is, it, you do have a good point. At least at least we'll go back to functionality. Here. Love,
0: it is good. And listen, uh, you know, Collar was was the speaker for <laughs> a session, session and a half or so. It, it is fun to watch. He knows those rules, he knows the rulings. Like he made some of the rulings. And Joanna, I would say is better than Mark Rossi. So far she's more professional. Extending some, some courtesies and stuff, like usually the the leaders have more. Room to talk about mm-hmm. stuff, they've narrowed that in on yep. just on the minority leader. But we, we were able to, uh, you know, as was recognized under Enam's consent. I wasn't supposed to, but she was gracious enough because uh, to recognize a retiring uh, employee and stuff like that. So, but she is far better on the parliamentary stuff, absolutely. Um, she, I, I, she, she can run the floor a lot better, like she knows what she's doing a lot. Anytime more, anybody
1: so. made a motion when Razzie was speaker, it was five minutes of him asking the parliamentarian, What do I say now?
0: Right. Yeah. Right. it is. I I will give I will I'll give her full credit. And she is an attorney. She's a very intelligent person. Absolutely. Um smart on the fly. Um quick witted. Mm -hmm. Quick witted. (laughs) Grove unleashed.